Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of the Stardust Press Podcast. Uh, this is our last podcast before me and Beth go sign with JTO, so y'all better fucking enjoy it, because we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the next Hyota tomorrow. I'm the scam zero one. <laughs> I'm going to finesse. I'm, I'm going to go crazy. I was better be ready. Uh, but we, we got, oh, uh, you know, we got two shows. Got our book in. But we got a lot of news. So we'll save that till the end. Because for some reason, it was a news-heavy week. <laughs> uh, not yeah, just in like, America. In Japan. Yeah. Just a bunch of shit's going on. I just don't know what the hell. Wrestling, can you stop? We have lives. We can't keep up more. with all this. Yeah, there are even some more um, people in Joshi wrestling leaving again, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. Ayumi Hashi from uh, Act West is taking a break. Somebody else I think left. She, I think she's leaving for a while, though. Yeah, she's taking a break. I don't know if she retired or what. No, she's taking a break because she has oh. like some uh, genetic condition that doesn't allow her to you know, physically go through all the extensive training for a long period of time. I've got something along those lines, but it's something to do with the genetic condition. But Somebody else left. I don't know. I don't pay attention. But whatever. Well, that, that'll be news at the end. We'll f- probably think of it as we get toward the end. But uh, this week, well, first let's go ahead and get the, before we get our booking, let's get the one match out of the way from uh, Dragon Gate. Um, Originally, it was supposed to be a three-way number one contenders match uh, in Cork and Hall with Masaki Mochizuki, Kai, and Ben K. But Kota Minora bitch-made Yamato earlier in the night, and it was just like, he pinned him, and he was like, yo, Saito, I beat this dude like twice, and he somehow got a Kobe World title match. Don't be in the match, bro. I want to be a four-way. I want my shot. And Saito's like, nah. He Well, first he asked, he asked the... Con- Competitors in the main event, what they thought. Kai was just like, no. Why? No. <laughs> Much as it was like, bro, I've been training for Kai and Ben K. Don't, don't fucking put him in here. Uh, and then he asked Ben K, and Ben K just stood there and stared at him. So Saito was like, well said. Uh, <laughs> ben K just staring at people, <laughs> not talking. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen Dragon Gate for a while, so I didn't know uh, Ben K had dark hair now. He, yeah, his hair is growing back. If yeah. he shaves it again, I'm going to choke the life out of him. Yeah, uh, please don't go bald. <laughs> yeah, your hair... Go back to the kabashi hair. That was a really nice look. But uh, he's gone back to his silent gimmick, which is funny. He <laughs> he just corpses, and that's great. Uh, the, but Yamato, he grabbed Mike. He was like, yo, he beat me twice. I kind of want revenge. Let Put him in the match. Saito was like, fucking hell, this job is stressing me out. I've had this job for like a month, and y'all about to make me fucking quit. I was, you know what, fine, whatever. Four-way, main event, I'm out of here. Uh, which, in the semi-main, saw, uh, as far as important news, in the semi-main event, we had a uh, Strong Machine J and G. Uh, they announced that there was going to be a new Strong Machine to appear at this Corican. Uh, the current ones are J, which is the son of Super Strong Machine, G, who is not totally not Gamma, and F, who's totally not Don Fuji. Uh, but Fuji was in a undercard tag, so Strong Machine, F was out of this. They were taking on the Natural Vibes trio of King Shimizu, Genki Horiguchi. No, it wasn't Genki Horiguchi. 
No, no, no. I was right. I was right. It was Genki. Uh, and Tsusumi Yokosuka. And the person was Strong Machine K. And I was like, oh, that's... Who's this short, bulky man with the initial K? And then this dude does the pop-up power slam, the original. I'm like, okay. And then he does the fucking... Then I see his hair come out the back of his mask. And it's silver. His chest is massive. And he does a King Kong lariat. And I'm like, okay, is this this is what we're really going to do here? So I thought they were just going to act like they didn't know. But after he got the win against Shimizu and him and Jay, uh, Strong Machine K and Jay challenged for the Twin Gate belts, uh, Saito, he tried to play along with it. He was like, is it KZ? Is it Kai? Susumu was like, are you fucking stupid? That's Kondo, you idiot. And then Strong Machine Joe was like, no, 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 he is not. It's totally fucking Zuji Kondo, but you know, we'll keep we'll keep the kayfabe alive. But and then Saito was like, "Oh, right, Kanchan. Yeah, I mean, par- probably. I mean, done the King Kong layer, so probably. <laughs> but that's a twin gate match for Dead or Alive. Um, they announced the full card. We'll probably watch the title matches uh, that happen. Brave Gate won't be defended on it because uh, SB Kento and Okuda are having the decision match for the vacant title tomorrow. Uh, probably talk about it next week um but uh wait i'll wait to list all the title matches that are happening on the show after this main event uh for the four-way it wasn't anything spectacular they just kind of tried i have a feeling like this four-way just wasn't always the plan i feel like they had something like something else in mind but they just opted to throw this four-way together last minute yeah it seemed like a little bit mismatched everywhere to me like yeah, it just they didn't really have time to actually plan out what they were going to do in the match. Yeah, it wasn't long at all, and uh, that's what got me thinking. Something probably changed. Plans change all the time, and it is what it is. I mean, people are hurt. It is what it is. Um, but with that said, it was a nice little sprint. Lots of fun stuff with Mochizuki and Kai teaming up that I didn't expect. Uh, they mostly try to go for Ben K because Ben K is fucking massive. So, yeah. <laughs> Tack the bald man. Uh, but eventually, Kai is the first one eliminated. And then uh, Kota tries to form an alliance. So, much as he's like, bro, go do your step up rope kick thing uh, to Ben because Ben's on the apron. And most of like, oh, yeah, you're right. I should do that. He goes to run up the ropes and the fucking Kota pushes him over the top. He's like, you fucking old ass idiot. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, and then he lets Ben K get back in the ring before he absolutely kills Ben K with. He went for his cross face to Ingranahe, but he turned it into almost like a Cobra Clutch, but even worse because he. When he locked this move in, he just like snapped Ben K's entire head back. <laughs> he was <laughs> not taking it light on Ben K at all. And Ben K, you know, passes out. Uh, Kota wins, so him and Yamato set for Dead or Alive, uh, not Dead or Alive, uh, Dangerous Gate. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking Dead or Alive. I mean, Dangerous Gate, Dead or Alive, same thing. Uh, so that should be fine. As far as the big matches, they actually announced that they're going to open up with Ida, Kaito Ishida, and Hyo versus Dragon Daya. Jason Lee in Australia for the Triangle Gate Belts is the first match on the card that's going to be free on YouTube. So, yeah, people should check that out. It's crazy that they're giving that away for free, but I understand. It's a good way to get people in, though. 
I mean, it's not the first time they put a title match on first for free on YouTube, but with all the people involved, Ishida, Ida mainly being top guys, I'm shocked they put it on first. Uh, but that's a good way to get people in. Of course, Strong Machine K and J versus King Shimizu and Susumu. If the previous two tag matches with Shimizu and Susumu are any indication, this is going to be another good tag title match for them. And then, of course, the main event, Kaito, or not Kaito, Kota Minora and Yamato. They had a good one in King of Gate. This one should be fine. I hope Yamato loses. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. There we go. Strong opinion. (laughs) Yeah, strong opinion. This is the fuck Yamato podcast. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, that shifts us gears over to our fantasy booking. Uh, I will go first. Uh... And I will let you know that if you would like, you may use the high speed because I have swapped my mid-card belts because I had an epiphany. Right. So (laughs) it will no longer be the high speed belt. It will be a different belt, which I will reveal when that time comes. Uh, I mean, personally, I'm going to keep using uh, now Yamaguchi's handmade low speed title. I don't see why you wouldn't. It's so fucking base. all right. I mean, to be Rossi fair, it is Gala. literally just like a drawn pig, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll sell it to Rossi. Uh, I'll beat the shit out of it before I sell it to him first, though. Mm-hmm. I have, like, I'll give it a Naito for a day and then go take it to him. Uh, anyway, my four spots are, that I got from the Crush Guys trade is completely filled out. I signed on Yoshiko, and then the other three I will leave as mysteries, but they will be revealed on the show. Uh, so starting off the night, we had an eight-person tag. We had avid rival Masa- uh, <laughs> Masaki Ohada and Ryo Mizunami teaming up with Nutra, Takumi Aroha, and Rin Katakura, taking on Kyori Yonyama, Mio Momono, Makido, and Miyu Yamashita. Just eight people that I wanted to put into the opener, um... Avid Rival gets the win for their team with the German suplex lariat combo on Yoniyama. Want to keep them as strong contenders for the tag titles as I do with Nutra. I have plans for Mio, Maki, and Miyu going forward. Yoniyama with what the new title is. I also have I have something fun planned for her as well. Uh, just get all these people involved and let them know, hey, they're there. Got plans. Don't worry about it. Next up, we have a singles match. Kyoko Kimura, one half of the 3AW Tag Champions, with Kagetsu in her corner, taking on Etsuko Mita with Mima Shimoda in her corner. And this match doesn't even get started because it turns into a wild brawl with all four. Uh, of course, security comes out, but it's just not enough to contain all four of them. Then Kefe owner... Xavier Gawa comes out and he's just like, yo, can y'all fucking stop that, bro? We got, like, four matches left. I, I can't do this. Uh, I mean, there's no stopping Kiriko Kamara in the jeans. Yeah, she's got the bell-bottom <laughs> jeans. That's crazy. And he was like, so Xavier Gawa goes, bro, y'all want to fight? Y'all want to have all the attention on y'all? That's fine. Y'all can main event the next big show. And, you know, they seem content with that. And then... Xavier just goes, well, but it just won't be a regular tag match. Since y'all just can't seem to, you know, 
stop fighting. Y'all have a tag title match in the main event, but it'll be a steel cage hair versus hair tag match. Oh, someone's going to bold. Yeah, someone's going to bold. Uh, crazy. Kyoko, Kumora, without her afro, in the jeans, bald-headed, crazy. Uh, but essentially, LCO, they did the fucking cage deathmatch thing, so I was like, alright, I'm gonna do that here. Because, I mean, there's nobody else in the roster I realistically could do it with, but like, maybe like Nane and somebody. But, I feel like Kyoko and Kagetsu were the right ones to pair them with, so there's that. Next up, we have uh, Mako Setamura trying to settle the score with the Aoki, Kana, and Yoshida trio as she takes on Kana in singles action. This is everything you want from it. Just two people kicking the shit out of each other, but you know it's Mako. She's not doing no jobs, brother. So she, of course, wins with the Scorpion Rising. That caused Itsuki Aoki and uh, Mariko Yoshida to get in the ring and start beating the brakes off of her. Uh, and Kana just grabs the mic and just goes, well... I don't know why you're fucking attacking us. We're just kind of doing what we were told to do. Uh, and, you know, people are like, what, what do you mean? Who told you to do this? So they revealed that they all have been working for one person, or should they say one queen, and that, and they point to the ramp. Amy Sakura comes out. She joins the three in the ring, and she kind of just slaps around Mako Satomura and then opts for a singles match at the next big show. So that unit is now complete with Amy Sakura as the leader, Iski Elki, Kana, and Riko Yoshida. That's some fucking crazy units. Damn, I need to get a face unit in here soon. <laughs> uh, next up, we have number one contenders match for the trios belts. We have Asuka, Makoto, and Aki Asakawa representing Odotai to take on Nane Takahashi, Natsuki Tao, and Azumi. Uh, this is what you wanted, just... Standard, standard chaos. Nane's not taking no shit from Oedo Tai. She's slapping him around. Tayo and Azumi are doing some high-speed tag offense. But unfortunately, it's not enough as uh, Asuka and Makoto take out Azumi before tagging Act in and Act getting the win with her stretch muffler submission. And Oedo Tai's next up for the trios belts. Semi-main event. Kyrie Hojo defending her new Fanta Ice title against Sakura Hirota. Or so we thought it's Sakura Hirota. (laughs) (laughs) It is Sakura Shirai. And the rules of this match (laughs) is you must win with a top rope maneuver. Oh, no. Uh, So so this is chaotic. This is what you want from Sakura Hirota match. She's over here trying to imitate Yo's moves. She gets the German, but she can't bridge. Every time she bridges, she falls down on her back. So she just <laughs> kind of rolls up Hojo and tries to bridge, but she can't. So she has the ref help her stay up, but only gets a two count. Uh, Hojo's throwing the forearm strikes with her. Uh, Sakura Ducks hit the thousand years of death. She goes up top. She's looking for <laughs> the moonsault. And she goes to do the moonsault, but she trips and falls back on the <laughs> So Ojo, she looks at her, and then she just clumps to the top, hits the elbow drop. One, two, three. Hojo makes first defense of the Fanta Ice title. Sakura Rota is just a mess. 
Yoniyama comes and helps her, asks her to form a tag team with her. So Hirota and Yoniyama are about to be absolute menaces. Uh, that is like the best possible menace tag team you can put together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kairi Hojo, she's got the mic up and now. She's thanking everybody. She's happy with her defense. She doesn't know what she's going to do at the big show. And then all of a sudden, Dash Trisako hits the ring and she announces that she has come to challenge for the Fanta Ice title. Uh, and of course, they're going to have a hardcore match because why wouldn't they? And Kyrie seems a little, a little hesitant at first, but she accepts the challenge. So that is set for the big show. And Dash was also one of the people I signed. Her and Misakura and Yoshiko. And the final one will be announced soon. Uh, in the main event, we have the three AW singles title: Mama Watanabe challenging Gaja Kong. Uh. Mobile didn't stand a chance here. Aja Kong whooped her ass. <laughs> That's what happened here. Aja Kong beat the brakes off of her. Pit her up, spinning back fist, backdrop, all of it. Just pinned her one, two, three. Match goes about nine minutes. Momo gets a few hope spots, but she's not enough. Aja Kong makes her first defense, and then she just goes, this is getting a little too easy. There's nobody else in the company that can match me, so might as well just give me a show off for the next big show. I don't think I need to defend. And then Chihiro Hashimoto hits the ring, and she squares up with Aja Kong, makes her challenge for the 3AW belt. Aja Kong just kind of laughs and is like, whatever, alright, I'll see you there. And that is it for this show. So I got everything pretty much set. Yeah, so I got everything pretty set up for the next show. I mean, you know what? Mine's set up. I'll say that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> even, even though, like, I plan it all, like, last minute, but... It is what it is. I it did, is too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, the opening match, we had a tag team match between Minami Toyota and Akira Hokuto versus Saki Akai and Sari Anno. Typical Minami Toyota in like 2016 so she was just fat crushing everybody oh I was going to say typical Manami Toyota you mean the greatest wrestler of all time to ever lived ever yeah she is she is the greatest but this is 2016 near retirement Manami because that's my favourite me too (laughs) she's still popping off Moonsauce which is crazy yeah so she was absolutely destroying Saki Akai obviously we had Manami and uh, Akira win and uh, at the end of the match, said, Look, we want to challenge for the tag titles. And then they just kind of naffed off after that. Uh, then we went into Kyu Suzuki versus Karu Shida. Kyu Suzuki won. Nothing too crazy. Just, you know, singles match to chuck in there. And then we had uh, another singles match Shida's partner, Shiri, versus Ayaka Saito. Crazy. Shuri obviously demolished her with that massive like emerald explosion that she does. Gets the win and then Q uh, Suzuki comes out. Uh, she's been teaming with Ayako. They want the tag titles as well. Uh, so at the next big show we are going to have a three-way tag match for the titles. Shuri and uh, Shida are champions, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. <laughs> yeah, they're, so. <laughs> yeah they're, they're still champions. Okay. Uh, and then 
semi main event. Didn't have a massive card for this, but semi main event we had the Mayu Utani's Kazufujimoto and the greatest of all time Natsu Tsumire versus Konami Hanakamura and Io Shirai. Basically, Io Shirai just kind of popped off in like the middle of the match. She was like, "I'm not wrestling these absolute bombs." Leaves Hana and Konami to it, and then. You know, Sukasa's not going to take the loss to anybody, so she pins Hannah. Mm -hmm. And basically, it sets up Sukasa and uh, Konami for the next big show. Mm -hmm. And then, main event, we had Maya Yuki defending her low speed title against Ariza Nakajima. Crazy match. Maya wins. And then uh, Hazuki comes out. Basically, she just comes out, calls her fat, says she needs to get abs. Hazuki comes make... back and she says, I'm sick and tired of these outsiders and challenges could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Hazuki comes out, calls her fat. She's like, you have no abs. You're too slow for the low-speed title. She's trying to defend her friend, now Yamaguchi's honor. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna take the low speed belt. So she's gonna take the low speed belt and uh, return it to her friend. So that's gonna happen in the next big show as well. But that was my show. Nothing too crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Who, who wants to book? Who wants to? Who wants to fucking hire us to book their shows? <laughs> Got some plans. Yeah, who Don't doesn't want Hazuki coming after a cardboard title? <laughs> Bro, we have lots of plans, and y'all just gonna have to respect us. Uh, <laughs> But we did surprisingly watch two shows. Uh, well, I mean, second one, I kind of watched it. Uh, but first, we watched Seedling and uh, Shinkiba. This card was fucking crazy for a random ass Shinkiba. Uh, don't know why they did this, but I, you know, I'm glad they did. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really strange. But um, first match we had Rico Kaiju versus Rico Kawahata. They beat this, the shit out of each this, other for like 15 minutes. Yeah, this match was really intense for like two rookies, basically. Well, Rico Kaiju is the greatest of all time, but Rico Kawahata is also not bad, so. I didn't. Well, one, I did it. Okay, I expected the draw, but I didn't expect them to just fucking shoot on each other the whole match. Oh, no, I wasn't expecting them to be that violent. <laughs> I mean, I, they were out for blood. Yeah, they were like, okay, I'm going to kill you. Like, everything Riko Kaju usually does looked a thousand times more deadly in this match. Like, she was out to hurt this woman. Oh, yeah, she really didn't like her. I don't know what Riko Kalahata said to her backstage, but... She said, yeah. listen, there's only room for one Riko in this company, and you're looking at her, so... <laughs> gonna have to fuck off, bum. Uh, but shit, I... Like I said, don't know why this happened, but I have to assume they're probably going to face again or they're going to run Ayami and Rico versus Tonori Hana when she's back and Rico Kawahata. I don't know. There's a lot of avenues they can go. Seedling just kind of does whatever the fuck, so I'm never too certain. I mean, saying Nane hates young people, she really does like protect the rookies in Seedling. Dude, like, Rico, like, 
only loses to like top top people and then like Hana to continue their story, but she protects them pretty pretty well. <laughs> but yeah, she hates young people, so that's that's the demographic here. I don't know. I mean I don't know. I feel like she, she okay, we'll get into it later, but I feel like she loves her two rookies, but she clearly favors Hanori Hana because every time Riko Kaiju's in the ring, whoever she's facing just beats the shit out of her, so. <laughs> yeah, Nana is, like, trying not to play favorites. <laughs> Speaking of seedling doing whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. This is, this match is weird. Um, the uh, high-speed match. Yeah, uh, I had to do a double take whenever I was looking at the card because I didn't believe it, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, it's crazy. This is just on a random Shinky Bay show. Uh, so we had Itsuki Aoki, one, one and a half of the Oz Tag Champions, Hanako Nakamori, former Daily Sports Tag Champion, and Pure J recently lost the belts. Uh, and Sakasha Fujimoto. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I feel like Nane just picked names out of a hat, looked at it, and went, "You know what? That'll do." I was like, "Yeah, you know, that's fine." Everybody pick a number one through ten. Yeah. Also, it's gonna be a high speed match, so just have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, Natsuki, you know what to do. Go crazy. You know what? This is why one of the matches where I watch it, and I think. Seedling would really benefit from having like a high speed rules title match. Uh, title. They should. They should just take one of Ice Ribbon's thousands of championships. <laughs> oh yeah, they've probably still got some like in the vault somewhere. Or it's like fucking take belts from like the Funk Joshi promotions. Dude, Kyle Kobayashi works there. Take the Reina CMO Junior title. Make it, yeah, make it a high it speed belt. <laughs> it's probably like behind, like it's probably, it's probably like got it laying on a flag that says "Little Luchador" on it or something. <laughs> it, like, it's not that hard to get a high speed belt, <laughs> especially for them considering they do a high speed match at least like once every show. Probably something they yeah, should look I mean, into. I mean, it's especially because it's like it seems to be one of the defining factors of the company as well. Yeah, especially with Natsuki involved. Uh, I don't mind the format of having just a world title and a tag title, but if you're going to do high-speed matches pretty much every show and they're going to be a staple of your company, might as well just get a title for it. Because then yeah, they're cause just competing it's... in high-speed matches just because. Yeah, because, I mean, as much as I love like the high-speed matches, like because they're just absolute chaotic mess 24-7, like, they're not fighting for anything, so you're like, why should I care? Yeah. Why should I care beyond being entertained for like ten minutes? Yeah, basically, that's that's what we're trying to get at. Speaking of being entertained, so Sakasa Fujimoto was kicking Hanako Nakamura, and she was being super nice about it. Hanako Nakamura was not being nice when she was kicking <laughs> Sakasa Fujimoto. She was letting her have every bit of it. And I'm like, okay, what happened here? It's probably a. Uh... Lost her in Ice Ribbon at some point. So she was like, alright, it's time for my revenge. 
I can't, I can't kick your ass in your own promotion, so I'll do it here. Should probably ask her to come to PRJ, and Fujima was like, "Yeah, only if I win." So it's like, <laughs> all right, I'm trying to get my redemption. <laughs> um, but you know what? Oh shit! It was a fun match. Iskioki, really, really good. I, you know, I'm gonna keep saying it. Can't wait till she's like a singles champion somewhere, anywhere. Somebody make it happen. Not you, Stardom. Actually, you can fuck off. Uh, just anybody else that isn't Stardom, make her a singles champion because she's got more charisma in like one finger than most of the wrestlers do in their whole body, and she's really, really good at wrestling. And only gonna get better. So, I There's mean, that. I can see her winning the Beyond the Sea title at some point. But well, she can hold it after Rico Kaiju holds it for five years. Um, Ow, ow, ow. Okay. Now, anyway, as I was saying, reading all those names, we know who was winning here. And, you know, like, no matter what company it is, we know who was winning this one. Fujimoto was winning, of course. Dictator, Overlord, God of Wrestling, Sakasa Fujimoto. Yeah, you know, she, so, just, uh, she just does not lose. Sakasa Fujimoto is Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is the uh, Tsukasa Fujimoto of AEW. Oh, that's, that's my hot true. take for today. <laughs> I can't wait until Tsukasa Fujimoto loses the Infinity Belt to Scooter and Oda Ward. Next show she comes out, if you allow me to pontificate. And... <laughs> <laughs> she comes out, smashes a throne. Smashes <laughs> <laughs> a throne! <laughs> It just says Rossi O'Gal on the throne, and she smashes. <laughs> she smashes oh a big star, and she just swears that it's not about stardom. <laughs> she has Snoop Dogg do her thing song. <laughs> okay, I sure, but don't listen to this. We're doing that. <laughs> this is ours. We're doing it. Yeah, Sukasa, uh, I'd like to get booked in Ice Ribbon one day. Please don't like ban me. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do this. If you don't book us, we're going to start a couple. We're going to book you. We're going to have you do this gimmick. Got, <laughs> got for you. Uh, anyway, yeah, Fujimoto won. Another fun one. Hopefully, Fujimoto politics and gets Nakamura in the ice room for a singles match. So she can kick her some more. That would be fun. Uh, next match? What was the next match? Next match was that the uh, sixth person? Yeah, we had the six-person tag with Hiroyu Matsumoto, Nane Takahashi, and Yumiko Hota versus Ayami Sasamura, Makoto, and Riko Kaiju. Riko Kaiju taking Asuka's place, who was originally scheduled. Don't know where she was. I'm not insinuating that she's Tiger Queen. Yeah. <laughs> totally not saying that, but it's there. Uh, Nane has hit her t-shirt Naito phase. Incredible. Yeah, I saw that immediately and I thought, you know what, we're it. <laughs> We've got T-shirt Naito as T-shirt Nane. T-shirt Nane. <laughs> anyway, uh, just wearing a Hiroya Matsumoto shirt, trying to be a good teammate. Okay, first of all, Yumiko Hoda, every time she takes a bump, it, like, shocks me. I'm like, oh, shit, she fell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, she took a bump. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit, what? Can't believe that happened. 
Uh, yeah, I've noticed uh, Yumiko Hara does not like to bump for just anybody. She's like Aja Kong. She's like, okay, I'll bump for these rookies and seedling, but like anybody else, we're gonna have to fucking load up my pockets of money if you want me to bump. Uh, but essentially, like I said, it was the, for how the match was, it was the veteran team beating the absolute dog shit out of Rico Kaiju, hence why I think that Nane just maybe doesn't like her. Uh, <laughs> just beats the dog shit out of her every time. But the MVP of the match was Hiroyo Matsumoto because, like, every sequence she had with a member of the Las Fresa de Iguistas team was super, super good. No, I agree with that. Yeah. You call for the end. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Okay. What I was saying was, I think Hiroyo Matsumoto was by far the MVP of the team because every single sequence she had with a member of the Los Egos team was super, super good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that Hiroyo does anyway is just super good. But... Yeah. These were all sequences that were back-to-back-to-back. There was no, like, pause in between. She was going in there doing all these sequences back-to-back-to-back, so it's crazy. And that's why Uh, she's the Lady Destroyer. Yeah, that's why she's the uh, Godzilla. (laughs) The uh, Godzilla. (laughs) The Godzilla. Yeah, the. uh, Okoto got in the ring. She did her thing, but, of course, we knew who was winning this match. Uh, Yeah, when you've got the owner... On, like, your team, you're not going to lose. That's for true. Uh, Nane won. So, okay, do they, do Hiroyo and Nane won the tag belts? Because literally they've beaten Los Egos every time. Or Los Egos hasn't won a match in God knows how long. I don't know. I think they'll probably be the ones to take the tag titles off them. But that kind of just leaves you with, like, what do you do with Makoto and Asuka? Uh, well, I don't know. I think I think they retained simply on the premises that it was supposed to be Hanori Hana and Riko Kawahata challenging, but Hanori yeah, Hana I mean, got they, COVID. Yeah, I mean they could probably just like extend it out. I mean, Nane it. will probably Nane wouldn't. I mean, especially this year, she doesn't mind taking pins, so I can see her oh, yeah, just losing here. We've got T-shirt Nane before she's taking the pin. <laughs> she didn't do a headlock the entire match. She didn't even have her little hand things on. She did not care. <laughs> she was like, well. But yeah, I, I mean, I think they retained, but if not, I mean, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, we'll probably get uh, Hanori Hana and Kawahata fighting for the tag titles at some point anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say, have Los Egos retain, then do a all Los Egos tag title match. Then after that, let, like, I don't know, Itsuki and Kaho or somebody challenge, do something. Yeah, they should probably do that. And then uh, have Kaho's like, okay, this is going to be Lucha Rules. Lucha Rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I ain't seen Kaho in, like, a fat minute. What the fuck is she doing? Oh, she's on hiatus at the minute. Ah, okay. I don't I don't think she's injured. I think she just was like, I'm just going to take some time off and she's just been posting workout videos, so I'm assuming that's what she's been doing. She's trying to get a bodybuilding contract. 
Hell yeah, baby, you go to Lex Luger route. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of people are taking hiatuses at the minute in Joshi. So, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, know. I think you, I think you can tell with Kaho not being in Seedling, though. At least yeah. in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, because she was on like every show, so. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily see her absences elsewhere because... Only other companies uh, company that I know she works for sure is like Oz and then occasionally maybe an Ice Ribbon appearance. But one, I don't see the Oz shows because nobody sees the Oz shows. <laughs> uh, Only Mayumi decides if you see the Oz show. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, all right, let's see who's slandering me on social media today. Then I'll decide. <laughs> uh, but Seedling, like I said, she was on every show. So yeah, it's kind of rough. I mean... Was her being like an Oz, like Mission K Four has been fine without her, so mm-hmm. that you don't really miss her there. So, well, uh, can't wait to see her when she comes back and joins Stardom. So, anyway, <laughs> main event time. <laughs> uh, which this tag match is crazy in itself too. Uh, Rina Yamashita and Ryo Mizunami versus you, uh, not you, you. Uh, Inarisa Nakajima and her black and white NWO gear. Uh, I did not expect most of this match to be Rio and Reina beating the dog shit out of Arisa Nakajima. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't. I don't know if Arisa and Nane argued while they were booking this match, but <laughs> Nane just pulled Rio and Reina to the side. I was like, all right, make sure you let him have it. Yeah, Ariza pissed off some Walmart day because, I mean, you was like barely in it until yeah. like towards the end. To win. <laughs> so <laughs> everything that other than winning happened to her. <laughs> uh, with that being said, Rita and Rio worked very, very well together as a tag team. Uh, they just kind of just were big horses. I mean, yeah, that's for true. Do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was fun for Ariza because. Risa compared to the two horses not the strongest in the world <laughs> uh, <laughs> so maybe them full on full power larrating her to her front and her back probably wasn't the best feeling in the world but you know it was fun to watch uh, but of course when you got the tag I already knew it was going to happen I was like alright you'll probably come in clean house get the win on Rio set up for the title match and you know that's what happened I mean, Arisa came in and finally got some offense in, hitting a dragon suplex on Rio. Gets Serena out the ring. And then... Everybody just big Kazuchika Okada fans. They're doing camel clutches <laughs> now. They're doing money clips. What the hell? So, so you... So you... She takes Rio Mizunami to the ground. She locks in the money clip. And, of course, uh, Rio, you know, submits. So... You wins with the money clip. She, she said, I'm going to beat you with the money clip for the belt, too. So... Wait on that. I mean, I don't think you'll be beating Rio for the title when it happens. Oh, she's not, but I'd just like to think there's a world where everybody wins their company's world titles with the money clip. <laughs> I mean, I personally hope not, but... Shit, I mean, Takeshi did it. Uh, Kaito's doing it. Well, I, nah, he's not going to win the world title. He's, they, they know he sucks this year. They're aware. 
Okada will probably win G1, so everybody's finna win Money Clips. <laughs> money Clips are gonna save wrestling, so stardom. You need to show your wrestlers. Kazushka Okada tapes, let them do the Money Clip. This is how uh, Jungle Kid is gonna win the title. <laughs> Comes back with the Money Clip. <laughs> she can't use her arms anymore, so she just does the Money Clip in hopes it'll work. She can't do power moves, so she just does Okada stuff. Does the drop kick tombstone and the money clip? Uh, but with that being said, fun ceiling show. Random. It was a lot. Okay, it was a fun watch, but there was not much going on. That's just how it was. Uh, yeah, you could probably miss this show if you wanted to. If you want to watch good wrestling, go ahead and watch it. But if there's other things for you to watch that are more important. I'd probably watch that. Unless you're like an absolute diehard seedling fan like we are, then watch every show because they only do like three shows a month. No, sometimes not even three. <laughs> <laughs> are we diehard seedling fans? Are we? Eh. I feel like we're I ice ribbon stands, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm a diehard seedling fan. I watch every show, but. They also do like two shows a month, so I can catch up with it. Yeah. We're Die Hard Ice Room and Stan, so we're going to review their Corican show. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> yeah, the Corican show that happened last month because it was on Nico and. Nico Shikasa... sucks ass. I have Shikasa still decided not. decided not to show everybody. <laughs> no, Nico sucks so much ass. I have not seen the great show, and it's been like a week. <laughs> uh. I ended up watching, like, All Japan, and I skipped the entire undercard because it was boring, but title matches were good, but I was like, yo, when the fuck am I going to see this great show? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you, Nico. Fantastic. But good news is, I swear, they brought out the Corican camera for this one. Oh, yeah, we, we uh, had some good camera work. We didn't have to my eyes hope we could see. <laughs> my eyes didn't want to jump off, jump out of my head, so good. <laughs> Yeah, Chikasa uh, said, uh, we're having a budget this time. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, okay, last time, it was terrible. Appreciate your efforts, but we can't record on this iPhone anymore. We gotta get the camera. Yeah, so uh, Yappy was wrestling today, so she couldn't film on her phone. That's fair. Uh, okay, so I started watching from the Scoosher singles matching up. But I did see that Tehama was back, and that's crazy, because I thought her legs just fell off. Oh, no, she's out again. <laughs> again? Yeah, she came back um, for, like, what, like, three or four matches? And then um, I saw recently she's got uh, surgery booked or something, so I don't know how she was wrestling on, like, one leg. What the hell yeah. is wrong with this woman? <laughs> Yeah, she was gone for, like, a couple of months, had three matches, and then she's like, okay, I need to have surgery to repair, like, my ACL, so I'm going to be gone for a while. She's like, all right, let me come back and just have three matches, please. Doctor was like, all right, I mean, bro, go ahead. She really had to fight the 12-year-old in Ice Ribbon. I agree. I mean, shit. Taking the L to, like, a child, and then she goes off to have surgery. Just got to put over the young guard over. Yeah, I mean, Tehonma is, like, 35, I think, so... Yeah. She should probably retire. 
Yeah, I mean, her ACL is kind of fucked. Maybe she should. <laughs> uh, luckily, I mean, luckily for, like, Saida and Jungle Kiona, they're power wrestlers, so they... God, if they were high flyers, they probably have to fucking retire. <laughs> oh, yeah. If Jungle Kiona, like, went it's... off the, like, top rope once, her limbs would probably just come off. Bro, she's gonna have to stop doing that top rope splash now. We're <laughs> all gonna have to change it up. <laughs> You have to do it from the second row. I'm sure she'll be fine from that distance. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I guess we can start from the Scooter singles match because that's when I started watching. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, it was probably the best match we had. Uh, Scooter versus Rina Shingaki. I forgot that she's retiring in November, so I was really surprised to see her. I, like, I didn't know she was retiring. I feel like we said it on the show, but I forgot it was her. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's her that's retiring damn, in, like, can November she like, or something. Damn, can she, like, not? <laughs> I know, she, she's got Shuri's um, blue gear on, so she just, like, harnessed the power of Shuri and had, like, an incredible match in, like, ten minutes. Yeah, can she just, like, not retire and say she did? Because, <laughs> like, she did this... Fun- okay, so Scooter was on the rope. She went on the outside, grabbed her leg... And Scooter's like, uh, what are you doing? And she just fucking dragon screws her leg over the top rope. Like, that, that's crazy. <laughs> this is my favorite wrestler of all time. What the hell? Yeah, I was really surprised, like, when I was watching this. I was like, I mean, I, I like both of these wrestlers anyway, but I was just watching it. And I was like, hang on, this is like an incredible match. <laughs> just For like a the third match on a random cork. And... Yeah, like, it's not like we're. You know, fighting for the Ice Infinity title, we're going all out. This is just like a random, you know, special match singles that match. Thrown in. Yeah. Uh, side note: Speaking of special singles matches, Shun uh, Skywalker and Diamante are having a special singles match at Dangerous Gate. I forgot about that. So that should be fun. Oh. Hope oh, Diamante yeah. eats them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now back to this match. Uh, like I said, I don't know why this went as crazy as it did. I was watching. I was like, all right, this probably be whatever. I watched this early this morning, so I was like, whatever. This will be whatever. Just give me to the end of the show. And I was like, hold up. Why are they going crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I thought that. I was like, you know, I'm the loser that writes down my favorite matches of the year. And I was like, you know what? I need to put this on my, you know, lame little list. Yeah. <laughs> Mine too. Like... Mine's like Cody versus Peter Avalon. Probably about to be Naito versus Yujiro. This is gonna be a, my list is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> we'll add it to the list of match of the years year awards under ten minutes for the podcast. Oh yeah, because this was like this is crazy for like absolutely no reason. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope December comes slow because God, we're you know what we're we're just gonna put together polls. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Us determining what we think was the match of the year for the podcast is going to fucking suck, so we're just not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, because, like, we'll probably both just say something absolutely ridiculous. I'm just going to say fucking Oscar versus Kagetsu, and this is going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, see your Kagetsu versus Oscar, but I'm going to raise you Sakushi versus Rina Shigaki. Yeah, see? Like, <laughs> absolute crack. Because I feel like, okay, to be fair, I think every podcast is going to be super serious about theirs. I know Dylan and Alex will probably go 
fucking 10 hours talking about Shuri versus Utami, so they can oh, talk no. about that. We're going to fucking talk about Yano versus, <laughs> Yano versus Kenta from G1 where, like, Yano dresses up like CM Punk. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about T-shirt, Nane, uh, other crackhead things that have happened. Yeah, everything. Okay, so, but we knew, okay, we knew who was winning this match. Once again, <laughs> Scooch not eat no L's. She brought up that Tiger Suplex and said, all right, time to win this. Scooter's on this show so fucking much. This is bored. She was like, alright, coming out. Yeah, Scooter was just like, I know she's like 23, but she acts like a child with like ADHD. Yeah, she was like, I can't stand in one place for like more than two minutes. I can't not drop kick someone. Yeah, I gotta do these drop kicks. What the fuck? But of course, they shook hands and that was that. Rina Shingaki, you should like not retire and like, I don't know, do something. I think she should uh, sign with Stardom and go to DDM. I think she should sign with Stardom and say it's been her dream to be a Cosmic Angel. <laughs> Can't wait for that to happen with um, Hibiki. Come me too. Her and Mariah Mayumi. <laughs> God, we've wanted to be Cosmic Angels all of our lives. If you can just let us. <laughs> I mean, at least Mariah Mayumi knows Mina Shirakawa, so that's not like... Yeah, out of the realm of possibilities. The most ridiculous thing that could possibly happen oh, okay. oh my god i hope i can't wait for that because mariah's gonna come in and she's gonna fucking dust unagi and win the future belt and oh, you know what that's what um we've just gone and touched it about stardom but yanagi uh did an interview and she's like i want everybody who is eligible to face move to the uh future of stardom titles so maybe mariah mayumi is gonna just absolutely deck her Okay, you know, we'll talk about this because I'll have a long rant. I want to go on about it. So we'll talk about that at the end. Let's get to the size of the show. We're going to have plenty of time to talk. We're almost. Uh, right, we're missing the Hamako Hoshi match. <laughs> yeah, this match was certainly a match. Yeah, this was not my favorite. We had the uh, IWGU uh, title. Is, we had the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. <laughs> we had the uh, Hamako Hoshi well-known IWGP champion mm-hmm. versus Totoro Satsuki. Not my favorite match. Of I like Totoro, people. but I don't like this match. That was a long eight minutes to get through. Oh, it was 15. <laughs> no, it was, it was eight minutes, thanks to our friends at cagematch.net. Uh, it <laughs> felt like 15. Uh, you know, whatever. Cool. We'll get Totaro two belts one day, but that's that's my only notes for this match. Uh, but what we did get was uh, Sakushi <laughs> coming right back out and <laughs> drop kicking the old woman and just going, "I want my belt back." Yeah, I don't even think Sakushi left ringside. I think she just stayed there. He just stayed there. I was like, "I'm gonna drop kick whoever fucking wins." I promise. So I guess that will happen uh, at their next show with all the title matches, which I mean. You think Sakushi wins? Because I think, like, I figure she'll just like challenge for the Infinity Belt when they have their old award show. I mean, yeah, she could probably. be, she could be double champ, but I just figured they just let her coast until then. Yeah, I feel like the um, that title's kind of like they're just flipping it between Hoshi and Sakushi at the minute because that's all they've really done. They've not 
actually done anything with the title. I think since they brought it back, it's literally just been Hamako Hoshi and the Sakuchi that have had the title. I mean, that's fine. You won't hear me complain about Sakusha with a belt. It's whatever. <laughs> but I do think they should give that belt as a nice little transition. I think they should give that belt to Yuki Masahiro. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's what I think. So uh, we had a, after this one, we had a six-person tag match. We had Rebel and Enemies, Mike Ozaki, Ram Kaicho, and Rinu Master versus Cherry, Tekla, and Yuki Mashiro. First of all, I love Rina and Yuki Mashiro going against each other like any time it happens. Because Rina's just like a little proud mom. She doesn't want to hurt her. <laughs> then she does hurt her. The <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely demolishes her. She's like, they're shaking hands at the start of the match and um, Rina's like patting her head. And then she like decks her with a huge clothesline. <laughs> Uh, while all this is going on, Micah and Ram are like, bro, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's like, really, Masha's meant to be in Rebel and Enemy, but she's also just, like, hanging out with Yuki Mashiro all the time. Uh, yeah, her and Akane Fujita. She's just like, whatever. They've got their little cardboard title belts as well. This is a great gimmick, actually. Honestly, uh, Rina Yamashita in Ifrobin is like, she's doing literally three things at the minute. She's like doing death matches, she's in Rebel and Enemy, and she's just hanging out with Yuki Mashiro doing arts and crafts. It's fucking incredible. She's Global like t- babysitting. <laughs> this woman's insane. I don't know what to say. Uh, Rina Yamashita should get um, our award for biggest crackhead. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have several crackhead awards. Don't worry, you just wait on that. Uh, but you know, fun little tag match. Uh, Cherry's just here vibing. Of course, she's like, whatever. She's like, I'm literally about to be fifty any minute now. So, you children, hurry up. <laughs> Tired of this old guard bullshit is what she said. Uh. <laughs> But it was a fun match, of course. The finishing stretch was the most fun of the match with uh, Yuki and uh, Rina. Yuki did a arm-trapped Ranhe, or uh, Ranhe, uh, and that was pretty fucking sweet. It's a little rolling pin thing. Uh, more people should do that. That, that moves fucking rules. Anyway, uh, she didn't get the win, of course, because Ram broke it up and was like, hey, don't do that. Uh and of course, we already talked about the finish where Rina just decides to kill Yuki Masahiro. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets the win, and then she's trying to leave, and then Tekla slides in front of her, is like, hey, and Rina's like, bro, what the f- get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I'm trying to go home. Uh, but of course, that sets up Tekla and Rina for the Fan Eyes title. Not to say we called it, but. Yeah, we called that. Yeah, bang, bang. I don't even know what type of match they're doing at the minute. Crab walking contest. I can't believe uh, Rina's finally going to lose that title. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be someone cracked out of their mind because, like, Tekla's just insane like that. Oh, they should have, like, a fucking jump rope contest or something stupid. <laughs> you know what? I can't wait for Tekla to um, make a t-shirt of Rina Yamashita. That'd be sweet. 
That's like my favorite thing that Tekla does when she feuds with someone is she just makes like an embarrassing looking T-shirt of them. That's sweet. I remember she made one for Satoshi. Yeah, she did one for Sakushi. She did one for I can't remember who she lost face, but it was like it was ridiculous. Incredible. Uh, but that sets us up for the last two title matches of the night. First one, the tag title match. Yeah, the we had the champions of the revolution, Mayuki and Rizasera versus Miko Ano and Nao Ishikawa. They had Shuji Ishikawa on the show? What the fuck? It's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I love Nation of Domination members, Rizasera and Mayuki with the fist. Uh, <laughs> big Farouk guys, man. What did I tell you? Big Farouk fans. Uh, yeah, Something happened. He did an interview and said that she was inspired by Farouk. Rizasera <laughs> actually said, big D'Lo Brown fan. That's why she shakes her head every day. <laughs> Uh, but now Ishikawa and Mikuano are called uh, like what the uh, something Beauty Express, oh, <laughs> Young Beauty Express, Young Beauty <laughs> Express, or what it is. I didn't That's know what they're, they're called. I didn't either, but apparently they're called the Young Beauty Express, and they do a little pose with the hand. Uh, but something happened <laughs> in the entrance, and like Riza and Maya just decided to corpse for like three minutes. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but something happened. Like, Maya dropped something or something. Uh, also, it's hilarious watching, like, Maya walk around with the, like, Oz belt, because the Oz is just, Oz belt is just chains, and it's, like, easily forgettable. It's falling off her body while she's over here trying to do her entrance. Yeah, I find it, I do find it weird that she does come out with the Oz titles, saying that, like, in Oz, she's meant to be, like, a completely different person. I mean, she's got separate Twitter accounts for for a start. And then she's coming out with, you know, Oz title. It's not even the same gimmick, but... Maybe it's probably giving her a good payday for the advertising. That's whatever. She do what she wants. Uh, Her and Risa are about to turn this company to shit when Scoosher and Fujimoto go to Mexico, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not the best tag match that we've seen out of White Ribbon this year, but it it was serviceable. It did its purpose. It was really built around Nao Ishikawa. Well, first, Nao Ishikawa and Mikuano, they got the upper hand, and then Azura Revolution started to beat the piss out of Nao Ishikawa. <laughs> Mayuki grabbed her by her ears and started kneeing her in the gut. I was like, oh my god. Somebody help, please. I mean, I like uh, Nao Ishikawa. I feel bad that she's just had such a run of bad luck recently as well. Like, this year and last year, she was just injured constantly. Like, she'd be injured, she'd come back for, like, a couple of weeks, then she'd be injured again, I feel that's probably why um, Sue Carson's taken her to Mexico with her. Yeah, she was like, alright, bro, come on. Like, you're gonna learn how to be a luchador. <laughs> if you think you were hurt before, just wait till after you're done again. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a fun tag match. It was a step down from most of the tag title matches that we've seen from Ice Ribbon. Uh, but that doesn't yeah, make it. It wasn't my favorite. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't mean it was a bad match. It just was a step down. It was just there. Uh, understood what they were trying to do, and eventually the finish was a zero revolution laying out 
No, I should call it like a mattress and winning. Uh, and then after the match, they were challenged by Ram Kai Chow and Mike Ozaki. Ram Kai Chow came out the mic and said, In nine days! And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know what they said. Probably said, like, Yo, Maya, what the fuck are you doing? You know this <laughs> faction over here. What are you doing? All right, well, I feel like it's so weird whatever they're doing with like Rebel and Enemy and my Yuki because she's just like, look, I want to go team up with my best friend, but I've also got you guys, so I don't know what to do. And then, and my is just like, okay, I'll kill you. <laughs> Mike is like, bro, we were we were tag champions before. Okay, so you know what? I'm gonna take that belt from you. All right. <laughs> I feel like is offended that she found another tag partner. It's like, fuck's wrong with you? Uh. Anyway, that tag match should be fun whenever it happens. I'm all for Michael Ozaki just fucking tossing people around. I mean, you you know they're gonna win it um, as a revolution. Cause... Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, shit, gotta have hope. I'm just saying, wrestling kills a little bit more whenever Ram Kacha wins a belt. So that should be something that Fujimoto takes into consideration. Uh, she's not gonna do that, and you're not gonna be able to see the show when she does. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably never going to see this show, actually. We're going to have Ram Kaicho winning the um, Triangle Ribbon belt. Again. <laughs> Again, and then you're not going to see the, the match. Why don't I win the IWGQ belt or IWGP belt, whatever? Yeah, let her win that Power Rangers belt. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> let her win the Tiger from Tataro. Not the, not the triangle room, just the tiger. <laughs> I mean, I'd be fine with that. Speaking of things that I don't remember, the main event, uh, Sakashi Fujimoto defended the Ice Infinity title against Akane Fujita and proceeded to try to do the cross arm breaker for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Akane basically dislocated her elbow, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know she was going to have this match because. In the timeline of events, if I forbid... It was like two days. Shows, yeah, it was like... Well, I mean, it was more than two days. It was probably like less than a month since she dislocated her elbow because it was at... Um, no, it was like two days after they announced she dislocated her uh, oh, yeah. elbow that they announced the title match itself. Yeah, because um, McCain dislocated her elbow at the Budokan show. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh yeah, she's fighting for the title. And I'm like, well, when? And then, they're like, like end three of the month. weeks later. Like, like, yep, end of the month. Here we go. Because <laughs> this was on the 28th? Uh, yeah, it was on the 28th. And the Budokan show was, like, the 15th. Or, no, that was uh, earlier in the month. Yeah, the Budokan show was, like, quite early. I think it was on the 9th. I could be wrong. Yeah, but... it aired on the 15th. Yeah, it was like either way, it was like not a long, long time at all. Yeah, so shout out to Kane for having absolute, you know, Wolverine healing powers. She's like, I, I'm still gonna wrestle. <laughs> She's like, I can't miss this title match that I can have at any point in time. <laughs> yeah, Sukasa won't give it to me again. I'm getting old. <laughs> That's true. She's probably right. Uh, but of course, well, first the. Khan did do, like, this really dope-ass, like, pump handles, back suplex with Sakasa on the top rope. 
That was nice. Oh yeah, I did like that. There was a, what I thought this match was like, they both had like their little spots that were good, but it wasn't like the best Ice Infinity title match that Sukasa's had during this reign. It's not the best that either one can do. Yeah, because I mean, everybody knows that Akane's like really good anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd probably say she's like up there in like the Ice Ribbon rankings. Mm-hmm. But like, this was definitely not the best possible match they could have had. And I would probably say it's the worst title defense that Sukas has had, like, during this reign. Yeah, probably so. Uh, but, of course, Fujimoto retains with the Tao Chan Bomb. Uh, then she gets the challenger. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who challenges her. <laughs> Was it a Buki Hoshi? Uh, it might have been. I think it All was. Right. That okay. makes sense to me. All right. Okay, point is, she got challenged and she's going to win. It was somebody that I know is not winning, but I think it was Ibuki Hoshi. Yeah, it was uh, Ibuki Hoshi. I just thought I looked. Okay, good. Yeah, she's not oh, winning. That Ice Ribbon show was stacked. <laughs> was on it. Uh, that's the show with um, Azura Revolution and Ramen Micah and Rena vs. Tekla and... Machi Miyagi and Akeem Fujita versus Sariano and Suzu. Damn, this show is nice. We've got Aja Kong. <laughs> Aja Kong versus Yuki Mashiro. Uh, I thought we were going to get Aja Kong and Raku and Ice Ribbon instead. Anyway. Nah, just Aja Kong versus Yuki Mashiro and she's got Rina and Akane backing her up. That's fair. That's fair. That, uh, that was a pretty stacked card though, I can't lie. Yeah, we're probably gonna watch it. Uh, but that was <laughs> yeah. Whenever they decide to air it, but that was it for that Ice Ribbon show. You know, had a good, had its good moments, had some bad moments, but you know, it was fine. It was, it was a fine Corican show. I mean, I know Corican's are quite a big deal for companies that aren't New Japan and Stardom. So yeah, so they usually try to push it. Um, but with that being said. Next week, you know, we're going to have stuff lined up. I mean, and when victory starts, so we're definitely at least going to watch the show. It's on the 12th. Uh, probably just any tournament matches that happen between now and then, and then whatever else we can find. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of news in wrestling that we can talk about, and uh, so we should just do that. Um, first and off... What's happening in America, first of all? I don't know if you want to start with that. I mean, yeah, because, I mean... I well, like a lot happening in AEW, not America in general. Yeah. Uh, there's quite a bit of news in Japan, so yeah, we'll just knock the AEW stuff out of the way. I watched All Out. I don't know if you did. Really uh, good show. No. <laughs> uh, okay, as far as American pay-per-views... Oh, well, actually, I heard, I, as... I, I'll probably go and watch it, actually. Probably like second or third best show I've seen all year. Uh, literally, for as long as the show was... Like, everything flew by, uh, is the best way I can describe it. Nothing felt like it overstayed its welcome other than, like, the MJF versus Jericho match, which is fine, because both aren't very good in the ring. So, uh, but, okay. First, they had Kojima versus Moxley. Kojima got a big pop. Fans were behind him. That made me happy. Him and Moxley just beat the shit out of each other. It was a fun match. Moxley won. 
and then fucking Minoru Suzuki showed up, <laughs> beat up Moxley, and then they had a match on Dynamite that got cut short because somebody overran their time. And then now Suzuki Goon's going to show up on AEW next week with Archer and Suzuki. Okay. There's that. Um, the Joker in the Battle Royal, as we said, was going to be with Ruby Soho, which, again, another great addition to the women's division who probably be on TV for a few weeks and then be dark. Uh, yeah, that's just how AEW works with the women. And I yeah. wish it wasn't, but... There's people out there who will tell you that, oh, they give their women enough time. Shut the fuck up. You're just a gatekeeper. Uh, I mean, all you have to do, there was a, the, you know, we love a bit of Twitter discourse, but literally all they have to do is just get more women on Dynamite and book them properly and give them as much attention as they give in the men. The, no, they even just like the men, like even with the men, like they give them really complex storylines that we'll probably bring up later regarding who showed up at the end of um, yeah. All Out. But like you have really complex storylines like that and then the women get nothing. Like if you want to see the women, you're going to have to just watch Dark because they are not, even with this second show, they've not been hassled to run more than one storyline. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know who's booking the women. I don't even think they know who's booking the women. No. But at least, like, give them complex storylines the same way that you do the men. It has... The booking has gotten better, but that doesn't mean it's great uh, at all. But a good addition for them. Like I said, I still think they should snag Mercedes Martinez because... A division trained by Mercedes Martinez, Emi Sakura, and Ruby Soho is fucking insane. Uh, so. I think Mercedes Martinez has a match again soon. I think it's with Shimmer. Oh, yeah, she's getting signed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, she just had a match. Uh, she got. I just saw the Shimmer poster. I was like, hang on. I zoomed in. I was like, that's Mercedes Martinez. Why are we not making a bigger deal of this? Oh, yeah, she's getting signed. She also, she's got a lot of people that she helped backstage, like Big Swole. So uh, she's, she'll, she'll be there. Once again, like I said, Division Trained by Ruby Soho, Emi Sakura, Mercedes Marcina is absolutely fucking insane. Uh, nothing to take away from Ruby Soho, but just people under the learning tree of both Mercedes Martinez and Emi Sakura alone is nuts. Oh, uh, I mean... I mean, even actually, I think you could probably put Ruby Soho in that. Yeah. No, I was no, I included her, but I was just like, no disrespect to her. Even just those two alone, it's oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens over. There. Honestly, if I'm Tony Khan, you bought Thunder Rose's contract. Mickey James does not have a contract. Go get her. She knows what she's doing from a booking standpoint with women. Yeah. Somebody put. Mickey James on their booking payroll because she she like understands it. She gets it. She gets mm. it. Nobody just books Layla Hirsch in the marquee title match for their all women's pay per view if they don't know wrestling. She she's got a, she's got a good idea of what to do. She she can help them out, but no, no. Do I think they'll make the move? No. 
But should they? Yes, yes, they should. Uh, because nobody knows who's booking this division, not even backstage. So put it in the hands of somebody you can trust. But also that's going to take cooperation, that you're going to have to give them the appropriate time that they need to culminate these storylines. So it's basically uh, AEW from the higher-ups have to do better on themselves in order to get the women to thrive more than they have. So Yeah, somebody uh, needs to care immediately. Yeah, basically, care is the key. Um, but that does uh, take us into the parts of the show they cared about. Uh, <laughs> Lucha Bros and Young Bucks had a really good tag team cage match. Uh, like, it, like if Lucha Bros would have lost this match, this match, I probably, it probably would sink super low on the list of matches to watch. But because the Lucha Bros won, it's probably one of the most captivating matches of the year because it's all about their journey. And the crowd were 100% behind them. Honestly, if they would have lost, this crowd probably would have fucking ripped this building apart. (laughs) 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 Truth be told. Uh, But of course, Lucha Bros won. Don't have to see another Young Bucks title match ever in my life. I'm thankful. Thank the Lord heaven above. (laughs) So, uh... Good shit. Of course, after the match, you know, Penso's bloodied up and he's over here hugging his kids. He's uh, love the Lucha Bros. Hopefully, they get a good little run, and hopefully, unlike the Young Bucks reign, they don't have to face like the same five teams again. So, also, CM Punk had his return match with Darby Allen. It was slow, methodical. It wasn't a bad match. It was just your standard Punk match. Shaking the ring rust off. He looked pretty good. So, of course, he won. Looks like he's moving into a feud with Team Taz, which is fantastic because I want to see fucking Powerhouse Hobbs toss him across the building. Uh, I think he's probably going to be like Hulk's first opponent because I don't think Hulk's had a match yet, has he? No. Well, yeah, I mean, there are. Okay. I was thinking that, but they're probably about to wrap up this cage thing soon. So maybe he does cling on to Hobbs for now, and then once Starks is free, they move into that. Because if anybody can talk as well as CM Punk on the roster, it's Ricky. It's Ricky Starks. Uh, oh, yeah, that will definitely be a, a good, like, elevating feud for Ricky Starks. I mean, not that he, yeah. like, needs It's not it that, that he much, isn't but, a star, but, like, yeah. this it's will definitely put help him on the next level. Yeah. He's, like, on the cusp of the main event scene. This will help him get there. And I'm super biased because I fucking love Powerhouse Hobbs. That dude's... Talk about a dude who came in as a dark extra and has made leaps and strides since getting signed. Love that dude so much. Hopefully they don't fumble with him. Uh, I was talking to I think Alex and a few other people, like, yesterday. Somebody asked, like, does AEW need Jonah Rock? And I was just like, no, or and then we were talking about the Brian Cage discourse that his wife put out that he was being <laughs> underutilized, and I was just like, "Well, it's just the fact that he had a faction built around him, but everybody in the faction outshines him." <laughs> That's, uh, and then onto the Jonah Rock thing, I was just like, "They just have too many bigger guys that do will, bigger guys stuff better than him." <laughs> that and just give something to AW more long term than he could. He's not a bad wrestler, but as far as for a TV program, guys like Hobbs, 
Luchasaurus, Wardlow, you name them, they all provide something more for the future of AEW than they than he does necessarily. So, I mean, I think Cage is probably just better suited to like Impact. I think he's a good hand to have. I don't think he's underutilized at all. I just think, <laughs> I mean, he's been in a feud literally since he signed with the company. He's always yeah, had I mean, a feud. He's had he's he definitely had, not misused. Yeah, he's had good TV matches. He's challenged for both the TNT and World titles. Like he's been treated very, very well. I mean, I feel like he just doesn't fit in with AEW. That's my opinion, but yeah. I wouldn't that's say he's fair. been misused at all. Yeah. So if that's what they're doing with Punk, I'm excited for that. Uh, especially considering. Facing powerhouse Hobbs is what kind of got Christian Cage the rust off of him completely and finally got him into a gear. So that'll probably work out the same way for Punk. Um, also, we got to talk about the most important thing. The big show was on this show, and he fucking killed QT Marshall in like three minutes and all his goons. Put the AEW world title on him now. Call it a day, baby. You already know. I mean, uh, I don't watch AEW that consistently, and I still have no idea who QT Marshall is. Yeah, I don't even matter. It's about the Big Show. It's about Big Show getting to Japan and facing Takashi Sagira. <laughs> Why they didn't do Big Show versus Satoshi Kojima's bullshit? Okay. I mean, that would have been far more interesting, in my opinion. All right, but um, then the main event happened. Christian and Kenny. So much crazy stuff happened on the match. It felt like this one wouldn't deliver, but kind of remembered something. Christian Cage is really fucking good at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a good one. Really, really good match. Christian took a top rope or a middle rope one-winged angel. Uh, so this dude's insane. Um, with that being said, he lost, and then... The elite were beating him down, and then Kenny was just like, anybody who has a chance of beating me, well, Jurassic Express tried to make the save that got beat down. I was like, anybody has a chance of beating me, are they retired or they're already dead? Lights go out. I'm hoping for Brian Danielson, of course. Then Adam Cole comes out. Crowd goes crazy. Everybody on Twitter's freaking out. I'm pissed off because I'm thinking Brian Danielson's not coming. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> heated. Everybody is rejoicing. I am fuming. I am <laughs> You're just sat there like, where is my brain? Red, <laughs> red levels of mad. Okay, put it out there. Adam Cole, swell dude. Good promo. Don't want to see him wrestle over 11 minutes. Uh, anyway, he comes in. He super kicks Jungle Boy, realigns with the Elite. And then Kenny's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just in the home fucking happy. I'm sending everybody happy. Goodbye, good night. And then... The music hits, and Brian Danielson comes out to trap music, and this is, this is, oh my god, now I'm, like, now I'm pulling the straps down like Kurt Angle, I'm, yeah, I'm hype, you know, it's crazy. Uh, so Brian Danielson's in AEW, he, uh, AEW had a pay-per-view with Ruby Soho, Satoshi Kojima, Minoru Suzuki, Adam Cole, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson on it. That don't even sound like a real thing. I mean, you tell me that, like, in 2019 when AEW was just starting, I'd be like, no, you're crazy. Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem real. <laughs> uh, only thing would have... And they had the big show, too. It's fucking insane. God, uh, if Peter Avalon was on the show, goddamn, probably would have been show of the year. <laughs> uh, 
But it uh, seems like they're – it's crazy because Daniel Bryan just had, like, three universal title matches this year, and he made the jump. Uh, I'm like, Especially as well because, like, uh, Brie Bella's mom is married to Johnny Ace, so. Yeah, Kojima, Lariat. You ever wrestled in the Budokan, Bryan? That's what he had him in the negotiations. He was like, Bryan's like, I think I kind of want to leave. Johnny Ace was like, oh, you want to go wrestle in the Budokan, huh? You know about the Budokan? I was there. I sold out. Me, Kobashi, Misawa. (laughs) 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 But uh, apparently, like, WWE offered them to go work New Japan. They actually wanted to be New Japan's partner to kind of ice out AEW. If that would have happened, we'd have gotten, like, Jackson Riker in New Japan or something. Uh, Something stupid. Uh, But he just left. He, You know, Brian Danielson, unlike others, he kind of kept truthful. He was like, I I was happy where I was at, but I wanted to leave because I wanted, for my last chapter in my career, I wanted to wrestle anywhere and everywhere. I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, what more realistically could he have done in WWE anyway? Especially in the route they're about to take of getting athletes and not, per se, professional, re- yeah, <laughs> professional wrestlers. Uh, yeah, I mean, e- even then, like, no doubt he was, like, probably one of the top stars, top merch sellers alongside, like, Roman Reigns and Seth mm-hmm. Rollins and everybody. But realistically, like, in-ring-wise at WWE, there was nothing left for him to do. Yeah. And he's talking so, about wanting to face all these people, and now he can do that. So, it's good. Yeah, I mean, he, he may as well do it while he can mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, accepting his fate and booking matches as a producer yeah and what she said he didn't really like he wanted to stick to wrestling so good for him glad to see him i don't know why people are turning on him he literally just wanted to wrestle other people yeah i mean plus wwe were fine with him going anyway so yeah they didn't think he was that much of an asset so uh i I heard about brian danielson (laughs) yeah uh, i heard for like ruby adam and like danielson AEW spent like seven mil, which I mean, I feel that's... like the the five million was probably Brian Danielson and yeah, <laughs> one mils. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I don't think they paid a million for Ruby Soho. No offense to the woman. Well, I mean, she did have to get the. Bit. They have to buy the rights to the theme song. So I don't know because um, Rancid gave her the theme song. To oh, use okay, anyway. yeah, but I heard they spent like over seven million for him. Which, one, Tony Khan has a lot of fucking money. I don't know if anybody realizes that, but his dad is loaded. And his dad was just like, yeah, start your company because I want you to spend as much money as you can now so you don't bite into, like, your fortune whenever I'm gone. So, nice dad. Why can't I have a rich dad so we can start this company? (laughs) I hope Jeff Jarrett launches another promotion. I can just go work there or something. Yeah, what is this thing about Jeff Jarrett starting a new promotion? Hope so, because he lives in Tennessee, so you know your boy Xavier's going to get go get hired, bro. Get trained. I uh, mean, you do that while I get stuck in Brit Rest and try and escape to Takamichi Noku's. We're going we're gonna to establish ourselves in Brit Rest in America, and then we're going to go to Just Tap Out. <laughs> that, that's how you really do it. We're going to learn the basics, that way when we get there, he can already shoot us to the main events. <laughs> You're wrestling to Tanoka and I, but I'm wrestling for like a month before I jump ship to another company. 
Uh, I mean, they need someone to fill the Micah Yuri spot, so that's fair. I'm an absolute unit. I can wrestle the Inaba six million times before I jump to stardom and join that's DDM. True. That's true. <laughs> I'll jump. I'll jump to great and join Kawakami and Tamora and Kazma as big beefy dudes, uh, which means a good transition into great. Uh, they're in the news quite a bit recently. Uh, Zero One has stopped working with them full stop uh, after the actions of Hayato Tamora. Uh, Hayato Tamora, for those who don't know, formerly of JTO, he was freelancing and he worked for Zero One, but he wasn't signed. Apparently, to Shinjiro Otani, he said that they had signed some sort of deal with uh, his manager to continue to be able to use him on Zero One shows. Don't know if Tamora knew that or not, but he essentially ghosted Zero One uh, and started appearing in Great and has been wanting to sign full time with Great. Uh, and uh, the president, uh, Lytic President Suzuki, has admitted that there's mutual interest on both sides on getting a deal done. Uh, after the zero one thing happened and it was announced or whatever, uh, so due to that, they felt it was like being stabbed in the back. So they felt uh, it was best because of Tamora's actions to just cut off. Great, he uh, they stripped El Lindemann of the zero one double crown uh, junior title, uh, and he apologized to uh, Great, the president of Lidit Suzuki, Strong Cards thanked everybody for appearing in their shows. They just felt like they wanted to do this just to make an example. Uh, which, I mean, kind of weird, Chief, because I mean, no disrespect, but Great's working with All Japan, and they're kind of a bigger deal than Zero One, so <laughs> I feel like I would have lashed on to them just because. Uh, but, with that being said, uh, Tamora's probably about to sign full-time with Great, which Another good addition to their young core. Casma uh, Sakamoto. Tamora is the uh, Julia of great. <laughs> <laughs> they signed Rinrin from uh, Gato Move. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, she left Gato Move and people thought she was just going back to school. She signed with great uh, at the Lit at UWF uh, press conference. Uh, I mean, sh- she was probably one of the most like ambiguous people about what she was doing with her career, though. Mm-hmm. She was just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she probably didn't know. Uh, which, uh, Great has been starting to pick up their uh, slack and trying to get free agents uh, into Great. Uh, and they've been very vocal about uh, wanting to get more female talent. It's just a problem of everybody's either contracted or they're content with freelancing. Uh, I would like to see Mirai Mayumi. I would too. Rinrin signing gave me hope that they have a real shot at signing one of these recently departed members of Joshi. Uh, Someone died. <laughs> yeah, recently departed. Uh, I would like to see Mariah, but uh, we'll get into her and stardom here in a second. But if not, I'd be fine with Hibiki. I feel like Miyagi would be a straight gateway to get her into the door. Um, oh yeah, I think so. So it's cool to see that they're very serious about this, uh, about getting not only female talent in, but signing other talent as well. In talks with Tamora, Kasuma Sakamoto, he's a freelancer. He recently just been taken out of Red on the Dragon Gate roster page. So 
he's probably about to work primarily for great, which I'm happy for Kazma. Kazma's improved so much since coming to Dragon Gate. Now he knows what type of wrestler he needs to be. I'm glad that he's getting this chance to shine, and it seemed like a lot of fans were happy with it, too. Uh, he served his purpose. Glad to see him move on to bigger and better things. Uh, hopefully they get some belts in soon, because, God, the way this roster's stacking up, they're going to need them. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of belts, right after Zero uh, One stripped Lindemann, him and T-Hawk won the All-Japan All-Asia tag belt, so doesn't matter. <laughs> Big boy, strong cards. Lindemann and T-Hawk been teaming for like five years, and it's like their first tag title together. <laughs> That's uh, so weird. I can't believe nobody's given them a tag title. I don't know why not either, but glad they have it now, especially in all Japan. And really, I don't want to say a renaissance year, but a year where they've been doing a lot of stuff better booking-wise than they have in the years past. Uh, so good to see them in there getting that chance. For great, that's really all. Uh, Honor Mirai possibly joining Stardom. Uh, I think it was Alex and Dylan I was listening to on the podcast. They think that she's just going to come in and beat her for the title. And I like that idea. And then I want Mirai to opt to join the Cosmic Angels and Unagi go no. And then Mina Shirakawa just goes, shut the fuck up, Unagi. You don't matter. She's my friend. She's joining, so shut up. Don't matter. (laughs) You just lost, so shut up. <laughs> I like that Yunagi has recently just been trying to position herself as like the ace of stardom. For and everybody, no and everybody on the roster fucking hates her. <laughs> yeah, she is like the most hated person on the roster, and Yunagi's like, guess I'm the ace now. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, shut up, you suck. She got bodied by like a twelve year old on Twitter. Like, bro, it's crazy. Uh. So, I mean, I could see her going there. That'd be fine, I guess. Uh, I was about to say something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Koguma and Hazuki are having a match at Osaka Castle. Oh, yeah. We are definitely watching that. Yeah, this is directly targeted to me. So, well well played, Stardom. Uh, I mean, I can't believe that Stardom managed to get Hazuki back. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, that's crazy. She must have had... Long secure talks with Rossi specifically. Yeah, because like there, I feel like there's no way Bushi Road was actually involved in that. No, there's no way. I feel like Bushi Road wouldn't have been enough. Would not. That would have been an instant no for her. Probably like Rossi, I mean, and like yeah. maybe Mayu or like Azumi or somebody. I feel like as well because I thought about this the other day, and I thought like maybe her seeing. Um, Yoshiko going back to stardom for the anniversary show, I feel like that yeah. probably swung her opinion a little bit as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, she was basically trained by Yoshiko, so... Yeah. If, you know, she sees her going back, she's like, oh, you know what? And, of course, you know, her and Nas go close. I'm sure there was a lot of factors, but it definitely was a Rossi thing that she probably got assured something before she signed. She's probably yeah, going to be, like, super protective going... F- protected going forward which good i mean i think i think they should i mean i feel like there was probably a lot on the table that they offered her i mean i i think they'll probably just end up going the route of hazuki taking over a way to tie at some point it's whatever i feel like her and Oscar are just gonna eventually make up oh yeah they're like best friends there's no way natsuko is just like i hate you forever yeah no they're definitely just gonna make back up they're gonna kick like konami or somebody out 
than Japan Grand. I feel like they'll probably do something where, you know, like they will kick out whoever doesn't fit into what Oedo tie is. Yeah. Uh... Like, there's no way they're kicking out Mini Natsuko. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, uh, Julia's out of five star, which kind of rules her out. She's missing like five shows. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, she only had like six points, I think. Yeah. Uh, me and Alex, literally the day before they even said she was hurt, kind of pontificated that she would not be winning five star. Uh, we were just like, you know, she can just come out and challenge whenever, so they could have somebody else win. Yeah, I feel like Julia is one of them people that doesn't need to win five star. I agree. Uh, interesting to see where they go. Hopefully, she gets back better. And then, Sid's any other news? Uh, other than New Japan, I don't want to talk about New Japan though. We got G One coming up. Noah's got N One coming up. Everything's happening in wrestling right now. It's crazy. I still got... Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess the last little bit of news here would be uh, uh, Rika Tetsumi and Marika Kobashi being out for undisclosed amount of time. Uh, oh, yeah. I think um, Rika's is that she's taken hiatus due to... For family personal, reasons. Yeah, yeah, family reasons. And Marika's out. fucking back and neck is just fucked. <laughs> I feel like that's just been the thing with her. She's like, my neck hurt. <laughs> my neck hurt. All right, and I can't wait for Rekka Psyche to come back at the uh, Old Award show, so let's go. <laughs> Shit, that'd be crazy if they get Rekka Psyche back. <clears throat> but, man, there's a lot of going on in wrestling. Like, uh, I need y'all to slow down. Oh, we do have one fucking last stupid, bullshit, idiotic thing to talk about. Uh... We're no longer watching DDT after the 26th because these fucking oh, dumb, yeah. stupid fucking bitches decided to disband Damnation for fucking Kanosuke Tamida and fucking all his friends in the Sonic Club. Fuck all of them. Fuck this company. We not... Nah. Nah. I'm mad. I don't want to talk about it. You know what? I completely forgot that that happened. That's how bad of a decision it was. Yeah. It's... <laughs> just anyway. It was that bad we just like erased it from our memory. It was so bad. After it happened, Takagi was just like, you know, I know we're going to lose a lot of money from this, and Damnation is super popular. I don't like things getting stale. I'm like, bro, they literally just added Hiroshi Yamato last year and Yuji Hino this year. <laughs> they know they were, they knew how to mix it up. And I was mean, like, yeah. Yuji Hino and um, Saki Akai went like, viral for their uh, sequence at Peter Pan, so what What more do you want? <laughs> yeah. That was like two weeks ago. He was like, uh, uh, he was just like, uh, I think it'll be better for the Damnation members' future. I know it won't because Soma Takao is never getting a single switch now. Uh, <laughs> at all. That hope is gone. Uh, but hopefully he has something lined up for him. People are weird. They're trying to downplay this and make me think it was a good decision because they're either Sonic Club fans or DDT loyalist, and guess what? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I mean, uh, I absolutely love Sonic Club, don't get me wrong, but I probably wouldn't have split up Damnation. 
Because there's just so many members in it as well. Like, what are you meant to do with all of them? There's nothing you can do with all of them. Especially with Nobu being freelance now. He's not getting nothing in DDT. Polly's not going to do anything and fit anywhere. I mean, the only people that will probably get anything is Soma, Takao, Endo, and Daisuke. And even Soma's a stretch. He knows the freelancer, so no telling if he'll actually stick around post the dissolution match. Because, I mean, he was brought in to specifically be in Damnation. Yeah, so, I mean, other than that, like, like, a definite that's still going to get something is Endo and... Sasaki. Yeah. Yeah. Which Sasaki, he'll do whatever you want to tell him. He don't care. Uh, the weirdos that went, oh, they probably wanted this. Literally after the dissolution match, Nobu Hero Shimatani said tweeted out, What the fuck is what? And then <laughs> they're like, Oh yeah, they probably wanted it to happen. Summer Takao tweets, I don't want to dissolve damnation. Tetsuya Endo cries. Daisuke Sasaki, we were going to dissolve in 2025, so if you want to give us a retirement tour till then, that'll be fine. I feel like that's probably what they're going to do, considering the backlash that site happened because of it. Uh, I doubt it, because the dissolution match is made for Korokin. All the members, minus Hiroshi Yamato, who'll be busy that day, and Puma King, who's in Mexico, all going to be in a tag match. Uh, Pauly, Endo, Sasaki, and taking on Hen... Hendo, Hino, Suji, Ishikawa, Soma Takao, and I believe that's it. Uh, no, there's one more. What the fuck am I missing? Oh, Nobushimatani. Uh, so that'll be fine. Hopefully they just don't form another unit together and change the name because that will kind of be dumb. Why do you just... Uh, but also I wouldn't complain, but it's it's odd. Not a I lot. feel like that'd be a DDT thing to do, though. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what they did with All Out, is they just changed out two members and made it Sonic Club. <laughs> so. Also, Kazuki Hirata is going to be Extreme Champion this weekend, so it's going to be fucking beautiful. It's going to be a great podcast next week. Tell you what. Uh, but anyway, that's all we got, really. So. We're going to continue to do our half assed best and hopefully not panic and find out shows like two days within the podcast Uh, (laughs) but if not it's whatever so that has been us and we'll see you next time